0: What's up, everybody? This is Jordan Rossler and Derek Ambrose from the Dynasty Builders Podcast, part of the DLF family of podcasts. Each week, we use film analysis, rookie breakdowns, ADP, analytic tools, and a dose of humor to ensure that you get actionable
1: and practical advice from each and every episode to help you build a dynasty. LeagueFootball.com and a DLF family, a podcast. It's me, it's me. It's that old SFD roaming the streets of Superflex City. And this is the Superflex Super Show. And
0: it's The Return. Here comes Stompy the Bear. Here <laughs> comes, Stompy the Bear. Here comes <laughs> Stompy the Bear. He's back. Hey, buddy he is back
1: uh good to you see still, him, my you you still
0: got that energy i i, I thought we were going to get a little bit different on this this um intro but you still got the same energy
1: yeah yeah i mean why why change it up now i mean no one's listening anyways who the hell cares just mail it in
0: i think the last time that you and i talked we still had james with us on Superflex super show
1: so. that's right yep yeah man downer Damn. Sorry,
0: I missed James, <laughs> man. It's yeah. it's tough. It's tough to be back and not see James every day.
1: I know, man. Uh, try try getting on here every freaking week and not having James, not having Stomp, not having Meatloaf Wildcat. It's 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 me, and it's just me. It's the old SFD.
0: You, you got, you got no black. You got no, uh, no shields to <laughs> no human shields to block you, to <laughs> save you.
1: Yeah, but I also get to say whatever the hell I want. Oh, yeah. Like that's the cool thing. I can just, I, I mean, there's, there's absolutely nothing stopping me from just going all out. Aaron Rodgers, QB one, and uh, I think that's probably
0: i'm gonna check you, I'm gonna check you today <laughs> I'm, I'm, i'll admit i was wrong but i'm still gonna check you
1: let's let's start there that sounds fun to me i know you got <laughs> something to say to me uh, listen, about the league mvp
0: yeah i was wrong i i was very wrong about aaron Rodgers. yeah he <laughs> listen <laughs> all due respect to that man like mm-hmm. just what, what is he 37 now or 38 and he just yeah, had the best season of his career yeah with yeah, like, and like statistically
1: against- passing, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and 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 he's and he's um fighting with Patrick Mahomes for the best passer and stuff. I and mean, you're just like, Patrick Mahomes is what 24 now,
1: 25,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, <laughs> a lot of respect for Aaron Rodgers, and he he, he made it happen with. Basically two pass catchers. Oh, and I guess he had Robert Tanya. Well, had, yeah two pass catchers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, two real pass catchers. And then Alan Lazard was like out for same, most of the year. Yeah, that same group of cardboard cutouts was still there. So that's wild.
0: It, I mean, yeah. that listen, r- regardless of how I feel about it, and it's not like I hate Aaron Rodgers, but it's really cool to see just awesome football by by like the best of the best. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers is a is a Hall of Fame. I, he should be in first round. Hall yeah. of Fame and watching him just light it up last year was, I mean, at the very, at the very, it was, it was a highlight of the pandemic we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Cause there hasn't been many highlights of the pandemic or <laughs> there's been a lot of low lights though.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we may have lost, uh, may have lost one of the two guys that I have ranked ahead of Aaron Rodgers in uh, in, in, dynasty rankings so uh I, i'm curious where where you have aaron rogers ranked now.
0: <laughs> what do you do like you <laughs> i'm you, not ready to talk you about started, it to not- no but you you started it off <laughs> i
2: have, I have exactly aaron
0: Rodgers as the qb3 yeah in dynasty what are you doing like what about you well and I, I i haven't even thought about that like that's not what? something that i'm like uh <laughs> Um, but you just said
1: well, such nice things about him. And now I,
0: I well, I'm, that doesn't mean, I'm going to so put him top three and dynasty. You're football. so
1: dismissive. And it's like, it, it makes, it makes the whole apology very disingenuous. If I'm being honest, oh, it was
0: very disingenuous. Like, do you listen, how long have we known each other? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to give you an, it, I love yeah. you. You're, you're my <laughs> best friend. One of my best friends in this, in this community, yeah. but I will never, I will never give you credit. <laughs> Get out of here. yeah that's true but
1: i mean you even, even giving aaron Rodgers credit all of a sudden like i said it's, it's very disingenuous if like you're you're that dismissive of of his standing within... you no, know,
0: of his standing in your brain that's <laughs> that if i'm dismissive of his standing in your mind
1: yeah I, I mean that uh, we can go off of that too if you want it, whatever's whatever's easiest for you. You can well, okay. You can, so
0: so, but I me – I know your your QB one's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and then it's john Watson, which I mm, we won't talk about that because that's been probably talked about ad nauseum at this point. Yeah, I I don't
1: know. I might get your thoughts on that though. Have you have have, have you put it out there on a on a, in a in podcast form yet? Wait. You know, I, I
0: I've tried to avoid it yeah. until I can like sit down and seriously think about it. But I, I, mean, I mean, I have it, my thoughts. I just
1: yeah, and uh, like obviously, we want to stay away from you know the, the like the actual <laughs> impetus behind you know the the uh, people are dropping him all over the place in their rankings. Like I just saw him go in like the sixth round or something like that of a startup mm-hmm. super flex startup like.
0: Well, I I I we don't have to
1: talk about why, but
0: I I guess it's it's hard to start this conversation because it's like, okay, well, but let's compare. And I'm like, well, I don't like comparing because comparing like bad things is, but like, let's look at Tyree kill. Yeah. um, Two, what, two years ago now? Yeah. With, with his kid, that was one incident where. It was a, a a child involved, but it was one incident. We're talking about twenty two people of a guy a, a guy
1: with a record, a previous yeah, with record with, of,
0: with with his previous record, like, and and and, yeah. and it should have been taken seriously. You no, know? and I I I thought it was, and
1: yeah, it seems, it seems like it, like they it seems like they, I, I mean, due process was was served,
0: you know, yeah. and so. and I I think that I you have to go through the same process here, but with Deshaun Watson, it's like you've 22 he she says versus he said and it's dude it's hard to just dismiss 22 people like that oh totally so it's just like uh, (laughs) this is one of those where there's smoke there's fire situations for me and that's especially
1: (laughs) especially all right so if we are gonna get into that part of it i do want to say like to me it was starting to feel like cart like 22 is a little bit cartoonish but then like his defense is like, yeah. okay, well, here's like a hundred therapists that I didn't molest. I mean, it's that like, was uh,
0: the craziest defense. Just, because I was just like, what? <laughs> so you, what you're saying is this dude goes to a ton of massage therapists.
2: Yeah. And, and you're probably saying that it's
0: probably, <laughs> <laughs> you're be- oh boy. Oh, Dijon and, <laughs> and Rusty for that part. Um, But yeah, I mean, so I get it because it's one of those things where it's like, it's hard to dismiss 22 cases where with that one Tyreek case, it's like, listen, I'm going to take a chance because there's a chance that this could not be anything. But with, with DeJon Watson, I personally feel that this is, there's just too much smoke here for me. Yeah. So, and, and, it, and, uh, it would be, it would be interesting to see if like, they all were in this together, but I don't think, I think this is all people individually reaching out to the lawyer that put this or that, um, uh, charged or, or put the, um, charge against the whatever, yeah. whatever. Not, not the right words, but you get
1: <laughs> what yeah, for sure. So,
0: so yeah, I just, that's why, like I, <sighs> personally in my own mind with my own morals and ethics, I don't know how Dejon Watson plays football again. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a second chance oh, wow. in life, yeah. but I, I think at some point, cause the NFL, the NFL, the way they deal with domestic violence and sexual assault is a joke at this point. Like we haven't had a good besides like what happened with Ray rice, but, the only reason that that happened was there was a video. I, the NFL just hasn't taken domestic violence and assault seriously. And if, if it's the case with the here, I, I think they have to throw the book at him to, to be taken seriously here, but that's me. That's why yeah. I wouldn't, I, I just, the right now is just a, I, I wouldn't touch him. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't trade for him for his value because I just don't, it's not something I'm wanting to deal with.
1: Like, realistically though is that going to happen like is there is there really a scenario where he never plays again michael vick played again you know
0: and and i don't this is one of those (laughs) like comparing things and it's like okay but we're talking about the nfl with its history can we really say oh well michael vick played again but what now because right so i i no, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. I, I I do agree, and I think the NFL has, but its own moral issues sure. that it's dealt with and it's still dealing with, and we're still. I mean, we're they still didn't do a great job with all of the Black Lives Matter stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think they have to make an example of them because this is. This is really bad. It's really really like this is one of the worst things I've heard from a player mm. since uh, besides like Michael Vick and probably Ray Rice. This is this is up there in terms of how serious this is.
1: Yeah. But man, Ray Rice was so much worse. But I mean, you know, it <laughs> like if it, like if we're going to you know, if we're if we're going to compare uh, you know, the the actual crime um the evidence against them, things like that. I think that we probably also have to compare like the player and, you know, kind of what you know, the like career expectancy, um, you know, what they mean to the league, stuff like that. Like Ray Rice was pretty much washed. He was on his way out anyway. I
0: think he was in his late twenties and I mean we know what that age means for running backs in the NFL. So yeah, he was he was gonna get blackballed anyway there. Yeah.
1: Um, Where whereas you're talking here about, you know
0: I but I 25
1: year old franchise quarterback with you know upwards of twelve years left ahead of him as you know one of the faces of the league. It's it's tough, man. But like so it sounds like you're you're kind of approaching it as you know, well within the range of his outcomes is a lifetime ban. So how far down your rankings, you know, roughly. Does that push him?
0: And I know I need to talk about this because we're talking about fantasy football, but I'm just <laughs> like personally for me, I just I'm not touching him. But
1: like for for personal reasons, or or
0: yeah, I mean for per I, I well first okay. and foremost, I don't I I just think he's got a lot of he's in a lot of trouble here personally, so I I don't okay. want to deal with that anyway. But I think morally it's hard for me to have him on my team if if he is somebody who had this many sexual assaults on women okay and i don't think there's a boundary but it's just like how do i justify having him on my team when his value right now is way down and he's just not a good person but maybe i mean that's personally me
1: yeah Take well, from so, it what you
0: will. This is fantasy <laughs> football, so.
1: It's, it. it yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. Like, so if somebody, if somebody came to you and asked you, like, they're, they're like, you know, I'm doing my startup right now. I need a quarterback. Like, I'm on the clock, need a quarterback um, for Dynasty. So I'm going to throw a guy at you that I know that you like, Jalen Hurts. Like, you know, w- considering it's somebody else's roster. And they're the ones who have to kind of, who have to be, you know, they're, they're the ones who have to make peace with the fact that they've got a douchebag on their roster, essentially, yep. Yep, you know, yep. what would be your advice there? Is it Deshaun Watson or is it Jalen Hurts?
0: Well, now you're asking me a question about Jalen Hurts, which is just completely in its own realm of like, you I mean, you know, me with the, these running quarterbacks, I loved, I loved Jalen Hurts coming out. Yeah. Um, and you know my love for Lamar Jackson, but I've been all over Dak Prescott um, forever. Um, Josh Allen's another guy who I've started to like more because of his running ability. So for me, Jalen Hurts has that 1,000 yard upside. Mm-hmm. He was actually on pace for it last year, and and I understand on pace for and and doing the inferring numbers is, is not a good practice. But the fact remains is that he was running for 60 plus yards a game. Yeah. And he can continue to do that. He's not as, I would say, shifty as Lamar
2: mm-hmm.
0: or nearly as fast, but I think he's very shifting very fast for his size. And he I think he can blow through tackles too. So for me, it's Jalen Hurts. Like I, I'll i tell you where I'm dropping. Um, I, I can see kind of a, a very neat tear break here for me between Tua and Carson Wentz.
1: That's how far you've, you're dropping Watson.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I guess he, here's my thing: is when when you go from, let's say, he's at QB three on DLF right now, mm. um, but you still have Kyler behind him. You have Herbert. You have Lamar. <laughs> like you basically the you. I think you can only start to question right around Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but for me, I would rather have. Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Stafford. I mean, even like, you know, me and Baker, I don't like Baker, but I don't know what's happening with Deshaun Watson. And Baker seems to be a career QB. Like, he's going to be playing for a while. Yeah. Um, And then, and then, but so that's why there's that tear break, though, is like you have all of these younger guys, and then the tear break happens, and that's where the older guys start to show up. I mean, sure, Carson Wentz is there, Kirk Cousins, but. I would rather have everybody above him, just well, except for maybe Zach Wilson, because I don't like Zach Wilson. But everybody except for Zach Wilson, I would ha- rather have ahead of him right now. So that's would you nineteen, maybe eighteen QBs ahead of him?
1: Would you advise trading him for you know some <laughs> for Tua? If you for, for yeah, absolutely,
0: straight up, yes, right now, absolutely,
1: really, Tannehill, yes. Interesting. Okay, so w- what if we did have the information? Let's call it a one-year suspension. I
0: right, that's different. Um, yeah. Then- so I mean, I, I think I think that's where maybe you start putting Kyler, Justin, Lamar, Dak above him because uh-huh. they have that year. But then Trevor Lawrence, the- Trevor Lawrence comes up, and it's like, well, we don't know what Trevor Lawrence is. We know Dejon Watson's an elite QB in the NFL.
2: Yeah. Maybe
0: take a shot there. Um. So yeah, I mean, and and even there though, Russ and Joe Burrow are right there too. So it's like, where do you? I mean, do you drop him a little bit further? And I, I would say he probably goes before Jalen Hurts and mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. So you're probably talking about back in QB one right now in terms of um fantasy football.
1: Yeah, low end, low end QB one, and like that kind of feels. Like, I mean, obviously they're. There's a chance here that he avoids suspension altogether. There's a chance that it's you know first time offense and ends up being a minimal suspension mm-hmm. of like oh, six God. eight games. But like, I just well, don't know how based he on jail
0: time. Yeah,
1: if if that's yeah. the case,
0: if, if he if he is fa- it's found that he sexually assaulted maybe <laughs> assault assault and harass like the difference between assault or harassment they they need a word between the two. Yeah. but the fact that he if he sexually assaulted multiple women I don't know how he doesn't spend some time in jail that seems crazy to me
1: really uh the the criminal st- stuff feels a lot tougher
0: oh and than I'm sure the, it
1: is in civil yeah. but I mean yeah I don't know I mean I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> like unlike unlike most of tw- Twitter, I never did get my law degree. I don't, I don't know, but like, yeah. I, so it, yeah, I, I guess one year kind of feels like the best case scenario. I think that they're, you know, as as far as like the most likely outcomes. Yeah, so.
0: I mean, and you have to look at how they handled Kareem Hunt and Tyree Hill and Adrian Peterson. You have to look at the, how the NFL has handled these things. But
1: yeah, which AP Al- I don't think ever served a suspension.
0: He was he well he was on the was, commissioner's exempt list. I don't know if he served a suspension or not.
1: Like the I think the team suspended him. If I remember right, the Vikings suspended him. The league didn't.
0: He was on the exemption list, though. Yeah. And I don't know if I I don't know exactly what that means, but I think it has something to do with pay.
2: Yeah,
1: I think so, too. Yeah, I I just
0: this just seems like a completely like we've never seen anything like this in the NFL. And it's just it'll be interesting to see how they handle it, because let's be real. The NFL hasn't been good about and I said I said this earlier has not been good about handling scandals, handling bad press at all. Uh, And it'll be interesting to see what they do here.
1: Yeah. All right, back to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Since we both have ADP pulled up here, I'm curious where you're going to put him. It sounds like you're kind of on board somewhat with where he's at. May, that might even be a little bit high for the quarterback two overall in fantasy. Um, <laughs> and the league MVP.
0: Oh, boy. But um, Look, I, I get, And here's the thing, though. Like, we... We think, oh, age and whatever, but quarterbacks are lasting longer and longer. So the argument for Aaron Rodgers lasting well into his 40s is there. I mean, Tom Brady just won the Super Bowl at 40,
1: 63, (laughs) something like that. Yeah. 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 And he's going to come back and possibly do it again. So, (laughs) yeah. He
0: literally has the same team with an older defense, like an older, better defense. Yeah. Like, what do you even do with that?
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know. And, and yeah, now they've got playoff experience too. <laughs> they've got experience shutting down the best quarterback on the face of the earth. So like, <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I mean, part of it too, is like beyond the age, it's like, we we kind of we end up losing quarterbacks for a variety of reasons that you know beyond age like all of a sudden guys that we were that we felt pretty good about you know just within a year or two all of a sudden they're just kind of they're just kind of gone you know carson wentz is is the prime example but you know there's a handful of guys as well like Jameis winston you know two years ago was the quarterback what three overall and and i mean i like i think that you and i were if i remember right we were both on the same page on that one it was like
0: the reason that he was because he was creating his own garbage time it just like throw three interceptions in the first half and then have (laughs) to chuck it the entire the rest of the way
1: yeah yeah, kind of, kind of a job security thing for fantasy purposes. But yeah, the the problem for a lot of these quarterbacks is you you got to freaking win games, man. You know. So, but like you know, we we all of a sudden Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, both of them just absolutely plummet. You know, in our, in our rankings and in ADP, we kind of lost Teddy Bridgewater. We kind of lost Gardner Minshew. We lost Mitchell Trubisky, like all these guys, there's, it, it has nothing to do with their age. Sometimes quarterbacks just suck, you know? So the fact that Aaron Rodgers still doesn't suck to me should be more compelling than his age because They're starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now who are going to lose their job. And you're probably drafting them ahead of Aaron Rodgers right now, and they're going to lose their job before Aaron Rodgers retires.
0: Oh, well, fair. (laughs) No, well, hold on. Who do you – I mean, the one maybe that you can make the argument is Jalen Hurts.
1: Yeah, yeah, Jalen Hurts, I think there's a pretty good chance – Um, and and I, I, and I don't know for that for sure. It's just like, you know, what's, what does his leash look like? That's, that's the big thing. We just, and we just don't know that at this point, Mm -hmm. but you know, uh, I, I mean, there are guys with lower ADPs who are still, you know, they're getting drafted in some leagues just on average, you know, they're, they're getting drafted after Aaron Rodgers, but in some leagues, like people are picking, you know. Zach Wilson, um, people are picking Tua, people are picking Justin Fields, um, you know, Baker Mayfield, probably even in some cases, Trey Lance certainly goes ahead of, of Aaron Rodgers sometimes because people are, you know, people honestly are just kind of ageist sometimes.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's dynasty fantasy football.
1: Yeah, yeah. But again, like, I mean, these, these guys are more likely to – to lose their starting jobs, you know, within the next two or three years then Aaron Rodgers is to retire at this point.
0: What are you basing that on though? Like I don't, cause well, listen, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, what time, what, what age did we say he was? 37. He was born in 83. So yeah, 37. So he'll turn 38 in December. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I mean, can you say that he's going to last into his 40s? Can you, can you, can you, do you feel with co- confident enough to say he will last until, into his 40s?
1: Um. I mean, I, I, I think that it's probably a coin flip, but like some of these guys, I, I don't think that they are, that they even have a coin flip at this, at this point, like Baker Mayfield's, this is, this is Baker Mayfield's last shot you know um jalen hurts i still uh, we don't again we don't know what the what the leash looks like but man like it could be a pretty
0: short one like um, yeah i don't know what philly did you see the the article that was put out recently about philly's front office and just how disorganized (laughs) it is
1: yeah I, yeah, and how quickly they went from Super Bowl champs to just like laughing stock of the league.
0: So for me, it's I don't know what Philly's going to do, but we have seen time and time again these guys be successful in the NFL here in the last few years. Yeah. I don't know what they think they need, but Jalen Hurts adds an element that they only saw a little bit of in Carson Wentz in 2018, I believe, yeah. when they were, or was it 17? When he had it, it was seventeen. When he had his MVP year,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: And they they changed it. They changed the system into kind of an RPO, a one one read type of offense for Carson Wentz. And that was uh, Frank Reich, who why I think Carson Wentz might be due for a a career resurrection here. Mm-hmm. But um, we we he had an MVP. Carson Wentz had an MVP season. In an RPL, what do you think that Jalen Hurts can do? Yeah, and you can't tell me that Carson Wentz is a better passer than Jalen Hurts, because I mean, what is Carson Wentz wasn't. proven?
1: Yeah, it's stuff I'm not totally ready to give up on Carson Wentz, but honestly, I'm with you on Jalen Hurts. Well, I'm not either.
0: Like, and, I, and like I said, I like him in Indianapolis with Frank Reich. Yeah, with with all of those weapons around him. Like Uh,
1: I I won't go so far as to say that I think Jalen Hurts is a better passer than Carson Wentz. But what I will say is Jalen Hurts makes way more sense for the Philadelphia Eagles. Like everything you're saying and then add in the fact that they're essentially rebuilding. They're they're mm -hmm. trying. They've got a complete. Well, Howie Roseman's still there to mess shit up. But otherwise, you know, it's a it's a regime change. And they're really kind of trying to build it up through the draft the best way to do that is with a young quarterback who, you know, who, who runs essentially, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be trying to build up this entire roster right now. And, and, you know, just completely reinventing the wheel on offense at the same time.
0: Right. Well, and, and you have Jalen Rager there who, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what happened, but like, everybody fell off Jalen Rager all of a sudden, even though he played injured and he played with a shitty offense last year. You'll probably get a young, another young wide receiver in the draft. You have Dallas Goddard. Like you have a young QB who can grow with these pass catchers. So I don't know. And he's going to give you, like I said, that other um, aspect of the game that, makes it harder to plan for him. We, we saw, we see it with Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. Those are things that are hard to plan for. And it gives you a whole other aspect of the game that you wouldn't normally have with it's a pass cat or a, a passing quarterback. So I, I, I understand if it's like Taysom Hill level of passing or Tim Tebow level of passing, mm-hmm. but for Hertz, Hertz is a good passer. He was a good passer in the NFL. Uh or in sorry, in college. In
1: college, yeah.
0: He I mean, you gotta give him some time to get better, but it's not like he was horrendous last year and cost them games, you know. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know that I have no problem disagreeing with you on on oh yeah, you know, good versus bad passers. Like we've had this discussion with Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts like it just has that stigma. Of being a, a, you know, an undersized running quarterback, you know, (laughs) like it, it, like people just assume that he doesn't know how to throw the ball. And it's like, man, this is actually, this is a lot better passer than, than people realize with a stronger arm than people realize too. Like, don't just look at the, at the stature. Like he, he's got a gun for sure. Uh, but. We we keep we keep like orbiting around Aaron Rodgers. He's kind of the center of the universe for us as it should be. But like we just no, never you make quite... him that
0: way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Um, but yeah, we we still haven't quite nailed this down. So Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I want to get back to his ranking. Um, first of all, like, uh, so I, I assume that you're looking at DLF's ADP. Is that where are you? Are you looking at that too? Yep. Okay. Uh, are you okay with where he's at or is he too high or too low right now? He's quarterback 11 between Russell Wilson and Jalen hurts.
0: I think I'm okay with where he's at. I, I wouldn't take him there personally,
1: but so you're not okay with it
0: no i mean i am like i'm not i'm not angry. like i'm not like yeah this is this is the like worst thing ever but
1: yeah um who who so it sounds like jalen hurts you would take over aaron Rodgers. The, yeah and the only reason is he played three games aaron Rodgers, best <sighs> fantasy quarterback of all time and not of what of all time best Did fantasy quarterback. last year he doesn't, he didn't have to. I mean, he's got the record of top two finishes.
0: Does he? Yeah. But, seven,
1: so he's done his seven times. But, he, no one else but has is done he the that. best? Yes. That's, that's to me, that's what that means. Seven times he's been one of the top two quarterbacks. No one else has ever done that. Like, that's consistency, elite consistency, consistently elite. Maybe that's a better way to say
0: he, it. I mean, he's fine. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, Jalen Hurts, pretty good. Played three games.
0: Listen, the only reason that I like Jalen Hurts.
1: Got pulled halfway through week 17.
0: Yeah, that, okay, are you really going to? Oh, God, <laughs> don't. Oh, my God. And then, and the and Washington almost lost for some reason. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the reason I like Hurts is because I'm going to say something kind of stupid here. Nice. And I realize it's stupid and I don't really have an argument out of it, but I'm just going to say, because his ceiling, his, his, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this without sounding stupid. His, his potential, I guess his potential ceiling for me is higher than Aaron Rogers simply because of the rushing. Hmm. Now I get it,
2: hmm.
0: but for me, the ceiling, the ceiling is higher because of the rushing now consistent i like if i was aiming for like if i was doing just late round or later qb which you can't even do anymore thanks Mm -hmm. to john (laughs) thanks john my Um, crusade seriously it's it's so crazy to see like super flex adp right now it's (laughs) like what am i looking at Kind of stuff. I know it's kind of
1: normalizing a little bit too. Like we're down from eleven quarterbacks in the first round down to like eight.
0: Oh no! <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would say I would take Jalen Hurts there because yeah. if if the way things are going, or or the, because of the way Superflex ADP is going, so I would have a QB already. Jalen Hurts is my QB two. I think I would take him above Rogers. Now, if you're going later and one like, okay, well, I'm just going to get Rogers and Brady, and one of them is going to be elite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, absolutely. I would. I. I would not. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't feel comfortable with Hertz as my QB one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But if he was my QB two, I would take him over Rogers. If that makes sense. Rogers' consistency is there for me, and mm-hmm. his elite level of scoring. But if if I'm gonna if Hertz is there and he's he could be my second QB, I would I would take a swing there because of that rushing rushing floor. Okay. Does that make sense? That,
1: yeah. And honestly, it's I hate to say it, but it's kind of fair. Like <laughs> the I mean the 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 real oh. like the best mix would be Rogers and Hertz on the same roster. Honestly, um, just because you you know you've got the you've got the floor. With Rodgers, you've got the ceiling with Hertz, you know, you've got the, you've got the consistency, you've got the the high upside and the, the, like you said, the rushing upside. So, you know, but I mean, kind of to your point too, and this is something that I hadn't, I just hadn't even thought of much less verbalized to this point, but with the way this ADP is kind of lining up right now, you know, with quarterbacks going you know, the first like seven picks of most superflex flex startups. Um, like I said, there's uh, like eight of them going in the first round and that's down from 10 or 11. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going early in the second round. Jalen Hurts lasting more to like the mid or end of the second round. Like these rankings are pretty much pointless. Like <laughs> it's it's not like you have... It's it's not like it used to be where you've got access to, you know, this big pool of players. Like you're kind you kind of have it all depends on your draft position. And, you know, it it, it kind of dictates the range of quarterbacks available to you. So like if you draft early in the first round, if you get one of those top tier guys, Aaron Rodgers isn't available to you like he's long gone by the time it gets back to you so like it's almost not even worth comparing guys you know even within a within a tier or, or you know even close to it just because i mean that's not actionable anymore you don't you don't have that access anymore you know so um so but I still I oh, still want here to
0: I am talking on mute
1: like a idiot because I Oh that's know. what happened okay. Yeah.
0: So uh,
1: I was just going to keep going.
0: No but. no I agree no I agree with that. It's it's a very good observation because you're right if it, the way you draft or uh, your your first overall pick in in superflex is going to dictate how it's going because That's how the draft is going where you, like you said, top eight to 10 QBs going in the first round.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. You're probably, well, I mean, and and if you're picking them early in the first, you're picking late in the second. And like you said, Aaron Rodgers, those guys that are in the middle tiers, Stafford, Tannehill are all gone. Yep. And that's crazy to me because I could get Stafford. I was getting Stafford in third, fourth in startups to even, even last year. Yeah um so and and i'm gonna say something a little bit sacrilegious for Superflex, <laughs> but oh, this might be the year where it's you zig when everybody zags
1: no don't do that i mean after the first round sure go for it
0: no no i'm saying like okay but if you let's say let's say you're in like the middle of the draft and all of a sudden, CMC drops to your lap in, at one point oh seven. So you can take him, take him there, no. and then you can come back around and still get an, a a pretty decent quarterback. Right? I mean, you can still get. Mm. The
1: problem is like the the top tier. Well, top to me, top two tiers. Um. You know, so Pat Mahomes is, is tier one by himself. 101, you don't even think about it. But, like, the next tier is basically, like, 10 guys, you know? But, again, that like, that's me, including Aaron Rodgers, of
0: course. Right, well, but, um, and I would even argue, though, that, like, the there's some late-round value, because, like, Tom, Tom Brady's not dying. He's not dead.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> there's some late like if you're if you're going for a win now i guess is is the way to look at it. if you're going for a win now tom brady's going way late and he just won a super bowl so i don't like yeah uh, i I, ryan ryan's going qb 22 he's still got i and i get it he's julio's old but he's still got julio he's still got calvin ridley
1: this might um, be the last time that they're really in a position to draft his replacement too. So that might be coming at that four pick.
0: Here's an, in, here's an interesting question for you. What what do you how what are your thoughts on Sam Darnold? Cause right now he's well, not right now. In last in April, after this ADP was done, he was QB thirty. Yeah. I think he lands in a better situation with better weapons around him. And oh, a better sure. coach. Yeah. So what is that like better overall if system? Hmm. If you're thinking that Darnold might have his late breakout this year, are you taking him ahead of some guys on this list? Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins? Or are you taking him like do you think he it's fair where he's at and that's where he should be?
1: Yeah, I kind of think that's where he should be personally by the way, right
0: right ahead of Ben Roethlisberger.
1: <laughs> yeah, he definitely – I mean, I, I think I would take him ahead of Cam Newton. Man, that's about it, though. Like, the guys ahead of him I, – I mean, I'm not – I won't say that Jared Goff is definitively better than Sam Darnold, but I I think they're so similar that, you know, just give me whichever one I can wait an extra round for, you know? <laughs>
0: I, I guess my thing is he's so. Young. I mean, he's twenty three years old. Yeah, and we've seen like cars, ceiling is surpassed. Like Jameis Winston, we know what he can do. Jared Goff is going to have a, like. There's just some guys here where I'm like, Sam Darnold could have a decent season and finish middle of QB two territory, and he's going as QB thirty.
2: Yeah. Sure. You can,
0: you can make an argument like with that offense, with the weapons around him.
2: Oh, definitely. And with,
0: with Joe Brady, that's, that could be a high scoring offense, especially with, with Christian McCaffrey back in healthy. And so then you have to, you have to make the case. Okay. Is, is Sam Darnold going to be better than say Kirk cousins in Minnesota than, than Carson Wentz. And I actually, Carson Wentz is another, I think in the same group as yeah, um, Darnold in that, I think there's a resurgence this year, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, do you can, is Darnold somebody you're interested in taking late as maybe a, even as a QB two.
1: Uh, he'll never be my QB two. That's way too late. Like I, I, I know uh, while you were while you were hanging out in the just sitting cross-legged in the middle of your empty basement, dark, empty basement, not doing anything, just kind of just sitting there, not not thinking about fantasy football. um, I'm sure watching football, watching tons of football, Mm -hmm. uh, the quarterback extreme strategy has shifted a little bit. We're still going quarterback early, but the reason we're doing it is so we can go quarterback often. We want a minimum of five quarterbacks.
0: What do you mean? That's literally what you do every time. But you didn't just make this up. This has been your <laughs> strategy for <laughs> four years now.
1: It, it it has, but the reason for it now is it, it's not about trade value anymore. That goes out the window. First of all, I mean, trading a quarterback for a non-quarterback, that pretty much never happens. Like nobody can afford to nobody can afford my quarterbacks. But I also don't know what I, that I want to trade them anymore. And I, So this is kind of what I've been talking about all offseason is the ability to stream quarterback within within your roster is so damn valuable. But you have to make sure that you've got enough guys that you can cover injuries, you can cover bye weeks, and you're not just kind of accepting a quarterback at the super flex position when they're in a bad matchup. You know, you're ensuring that you've got a good matchup. You're cherry-picking matchups – at both quarterback positions at all times, like it. I, I just did an episode a couple of weeks ago that kind of proved that. You know, if you that
0: proved. It, look at this guy. What it, are you, a mathematician? It. It's proof. I'm I, not, I, I made a proof <laughs> on.
1: I went hard. I went hard after data-driven analysis, <laughs> yeah, and then I and then I did my own. <laughs> I showed my own my own work, my uh, own numbers, and uh, yeah, I mean, like. It, it's it was a little anecdotal but you know i i i showed multiple different five quarterback combinations where you end up scoring like you end up with like a 20 30 point difference it within your roster just by cherry picking matchups and you know where against an opponent who doesn't have the luxury of of playing matchups um it's essentially like it's like two high-end starters like that's the Mm -hmm. difference it creates so bottom line is like i'm gonna have i'm probably gonna have three or four quarterbacks by the time sam darnold's name comes up that's fair (laughs) just had to get up on the soapbox a little bit on you
0: i mean i don't really agree
1: you should you should listen to the episode i've been reading your articles
0: i don't like listening to your voice though. <laughs> that's not true i
1: have a i have a beautiful melodic voice voice. Voice. voice voice um
0: I, yeah i I'll, I'll have to listen to it because and and i maybe i'll listen to it and then i can counter here
1: <laughs> yeah especially because i attacked you a little bit not by name since you weren't there to to defend yourself
0: dude i i love when people attack me because then i can just yell back at them
1: <laughs> come at me bro i'll
0: yell back at you
1: it was about aaron Rodgers, oh. and it was about i like i used you I, I i i actually did kind of straw man uh data-driven analysis a little bit but i kind of used you as a straw man with the the trend of aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers' downward trend over a course of three years from qb1 down to qb11
0: So you you use my one, the one anecdotal point that I didn't try and make me look.
1: I don't think that was anecdotal, but yeah,
0: I mean, well, I, I would, maybe it's not an anecdote, but the one small, (laughs) the one small wrong thing I did.
1: (laughs) The, The one, the one thing I ever get wrong,
0: dude, I'm so good at fantasy football. Um, so can we bookend this by uh, apologizing and saying I was wrong? You want to you, bookend you, it? You no, say no, that? you, you, I started it. You have to finish it.
1: On Alvin Kamara?
0: You, Alvin that's, Kamara.
1: That's who you want to talk about? You don't want to talk about Drew Locke?
0: I, you you know, just wrote about
1: Drew Locke. Maybe. I don't
0: really have anything else to say on the matter because people keep coming at me. Actually, yeah. yes, I do. Get out of here. I'm going <laughs> to yell at you. Yes, Drew Lock. Listen, <laughs> nice. I get. Did he? Suck? Why everybody is down on Drew Lock? I yeah. get why you're down on Drew Lock. I get it. Yeah. I understand. Why? Why? Why are we? Because he didn't look good last year.
1: But in what well, way? Well, he did
0: it towards the end, but a little yeah. bit. But.
1: Yeah, maybe sometimes. Listen, it-
0: I no, I get it. It, it. It's a long shot, but. I, I guess maybe I'm basing it more on not him, but what's around him. And maybe that's not the right way to do it, but I'm doing it anyway. Um, but <laughs> no, we, yeah, I just tried that having Cortland. I guess the, the thing for me, the weapons are just overwhelming in terms of the Broncos. Yeah. Because I mean, it's so deep because you you start at Cortland Sutton, who. I mean, he. Somebody posted he was on pace for like twenty one hundred yards or some nonsense. Oh, in his first two games, I was like, dude, he played a game and a half. What are you talking about? At twenty one hundred yards. <laughs> anyway, um, so yes, Cortland Sutton, who who who's already broken out. Jerry Judy, who was a top ten pick. Yeah. Um, Noah Fant, who was a top twenty pack of the first round tight end. Um, you have Albert o- Ogwening, who people seem to forget how athletic that dude is like a freak of nature, like more athletic than Noah Fant as athletic as Kyle Pitts. Oh yeah. There you go. There's a trigger word for everybody. Um, <laughs> and then, and then you have guys like Tim Patrick, who you were already on two years ago, but yeah. Tim Patrick who lit it up last year, uh, Dijon, um, Hamilton Hamilton who is a legit route runner Mm -hmm. um and then you have Melvin Gordon you just signed Mike Boone who has shown flat like Mike Boone's the best running back on that roster I agree with that and I think he should win the starting gig but and then and then the other thing is and this is something that I don't think a lot of fantasy footballers focus on and they need to is offensive line I mean that line was atrocious last year well The right side of the line was atrocious last year. (laughs) One person in particular was atrocious. Garrett Bowles all of a sudden is like an elite left tackle, which is just (laughs) the craziest thing in the world. But so, I mean, he didn't have his starting right tackle. He should have him this year in Juwan James. His, the young guys. So our center and left guard are both in year two and three. Yep. Now. Um, So, and then LaGarrett or Garrett Bowles just all of a sudden turned into an elite player. So I think I think that he will have more protection. He will have, well, at least at the very least, he's starting the season with healthy player, with healthy pass catchers. He gets another offseason with Pat Shermer and that offense. I will openly admit that, or I will fully admit that this is the year. Like if he doesn't do it this year, I I'm I'm out. But Mm -hmm. I, think, and and I, I think it's the same with Daniel Jones too. I think those two have to prove that they can be, they can help their respective franchises win this year. And if not, then they're done.
1: Yeah. Like uh, for me, it's, it's to a point where like, if, if you want to give him another year, that's That's, uh, I mean, kind of, I mean,
0: he has a four year contract. So it's not like you're hurting yourself by giving him another year. Your issue is with the quarterbacks this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: this, the, the rest of the roster has been built to win now. And honestly, this is one of the, you know, maybe not super deep, but, just across the board, like mm-hmm. you have a—I mean—a little bit of a weakness at linebacker. You a, a Which little can be, bit, of, but
0: I, that can be covered up by the safety. <laughs> like we have like, two of the, we have like two of the best safeties in the game.
1: Right. We, we probably the best, you know, defensive secondary in the league. Um, One of the best pass rushes. Like I mean, and and it's like across the front, <laughs> the front four,
0: like like two top end, like run stuffers like it's this yeah, it's it's, this it's built- really reminds me of 2015 the 2015 defense a lot yeah, yeah. which is which but, is another reason that i'm not overly concerned about lock
1: yeah I, I mean the the problem is there were times in 2015 where you or yeah 2015 where you still had to have you know you, when when you know, when you're in overtime against the Patriots, you needed a completion, one By freaking Brock completion Osweiler. from Brock Osweiler, and you got it. Like, as bad as that guy was, like, he the actually he actually had it in him to come through for you. And we wanted now and then. him
0: back.
1: <laughs> and Peyton Manning was bad, too. Like, he was, he was bad all season, but, you know, they still – he was good enough to get out of the way of and and let that roster go win. Now, part of the problem too, is you didn't have Pat Mahomes in the way. You didn't have Justin Herbert in the division. Like it was, it was a much easier road to the playoffs into the division title. You don't have that anymore. Like some, you got to find a way to, to deal with those two quarterbacks. And this roster is built to do it. And I don't accept the idea that the quarterback is the one weak link on this. Uh, like you, that's the one position that you can't have. You know, a a a weak link that's dragging you down. You can't have that. So, like, well, if you're going to spend the the resources, you're going to spend the draft capital, you're going to spend the money on this roster. If you want to give Drew Locke another shot, that's fine. But you have got to have a real and actual backup plan this time mm-hmm. and be willing to get him out of there if he's not winning games. And they should say, trade
0: for Gardner Minshew.
1: Yes, they absolutely should. And, and actually make those two compete. I also think it would be very good for Drew Locke if he has to compete for the starting job.
0: I also wouldn't mind if they went for Justin Fields too.
1: Oh, yeah. I'd love that. I, I mean, Justin Fields would beat him out. That's the only problem. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Well, I I don't even know if that's the case, but the point is that you will have quarterback competition. Yep. Which will I would expect raise the level of one or the other or both, and then you mm-hmm. know that you are going in with the best option at quarterback yep. to help lead this team. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I, I just don't think that Drew Locke got a fair shake last, last year because of everything that happened. And, yes, you we've, we've had this discussion multiple times. What about Justin <laughs> Herbert? What about – I get it. I'm not saying Drew Locke is as good as those guys, and I don't think they need – that. He, and we've had this discussion too. I don't think he needs to be as good as them to beat them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just – I think he's better than he has shown in two com- – in, in what he showed last season. I thought he has shown some flashes and he he definitely did in 2019, but towards the end of the year, last year too, with a lot of things going against him. And I, I just, I feel good about him coming in this season with all of the healthy weapons and with the, the same playbook two years in a row. Yeah. Is another aspect. I think he had six straight seasons of a new playbook or something like that through college too. So, I mean that. And, and these are all yes, they're all excuses um, thrown up in the air. At, at, at the end of the day, he has to, he has to prove it. And if he doesn't, then he's gone. And and I'm not saying I'm against them upgrading. I'm very for them upgrading. I just don't want them to trade away or I I don't want them to mortgage the entirety of their future because they feel one of these guys is like if, if Justin Fields gets past four, I, I mean, it would be hard for me to argue that they shouldn't trade up. Right. Like I just, Justin Fields, and this is, comes down to the, the, how dynamic he is. He can, he can run too. And so mobile <laughs> quarterbacks right now, I think are huge, and I think that the Broncos need one, especially because they need to figure out um, that offensive line too. Yeah. But, but, just would you give him a chance, dude? Just- <laughs> I gave him a chance, and he blew it. What did he blow? He he was. Did you think they were doing anything last year? Yeah. Besides. Like one stupid ass example of Patrick beating Kansas City. Did you really think that they were going anywhere last year after Von Miller went down?
1: Well, first of all, that that Kansas City loss is very relevant. But yeah, I mean, to you, like one one player on the def- on the defensive side, especially when you like the the pass rush wasn't the problem, right? Even the, you, the, the um, hell it
0: wasn't. That. It wasn't. It, the it pass was, rush was atrocious last year without Von Miller.
1: No, the pass rush was was fine. It just wasn't it, it wasn't what we expected cuz you didn't have Von Miller, but Bradley tu- Bradley Chubb was fine. Draymond Jones okay. broke out. Like you had a good pass rush coming up the mm. middle with Shelby Harris and Mike Purcell and you know, off the edge, you know, it was it was good enough. Their, it wasn't The
0: secondary was trash.
1: Um, they I'm got injured, injured in the secondary either. yeah and, they
0: they got in um, but Locke injured his shoulder week two sutton tore his acl weight week two mm-hmm. uh, it's there's just a lot of things that went wrong and may, and maybe it's maybe maybe it is an excuse but i just think we need to see him f- at the very least through the first like four games with healthy players around him and see if, if he can, if he's improved, if not, then I I'm fully with you, but yes, the Broncos do need to have a, another option because of how this team is built. Yeah. And I so, would prefer if they traded for Gardner Minshew, because then they could get like Micah Parsons <laughs> at nine or
1: yeah, a Patrick
0: right. Sertain or whatever, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, let's make this actionable real quick. So uh, Drew Locke right now in ADP going as QB 33, like the only starting quarterback for sure. Starting quarterback going after him right now is Andy Dalton. Jimmy Garoppolo's going after him. He's, you know, he's, he's probably going to start at least a little bit um, before they get to their rookie quarterback. But like, I, I'm not really counting that, you know, yeah. um the the rest of the guys ahead of drew lock are you know it, it and it includes some some rookies who I mean they don't even have a team yet much less a, a starting job so um like 33 that should be about as low as as it gets for a starting quarterback I can't imagine that we're moving him down no. um how how much higher would you move him? from where he is he's right below ryan fitzpatrick and ben
0: roethlisberger right now i, I mean i i can't argue that he belongs above anybody mm-hmm. um because it, i mean if you look at the vets ahead of him ryan fitzpatrick could have a, a an elite season with terry mclaurin uh curtis samuel and potentially another wide receiver
2: mm-hmm.
0: and antonio gibson um Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I don't even need to make a comment on that. (laughs) Uh, Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, they have Anthony McFarland and Benny Snell in their backfield right now. They're going to throw the ball 700 times. Go pick up Deontay Johnson. Nice. Um, Darnold, I've already mentioned Darnold. I think Darnold finds himself in a better situation, and he is a better QB.
1: Better QB than Drew Locke? Yeah. Okay, nice. That had to be hard to say.
0: No, I, I liked Darnold coming out. Hmm. I liked his raw potential better than like his actual potential as a starter right away.
1: Yeah, Denver liked him too. That's why it's a little surprising to me that they weren't the ones making a move for him.
0: I think that probably John Elway got scared because of his past. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, he, he, that would be the most self-aware thing he's ever done. You're like, God, I
0: mean, well, I think I, <laughs> Oh boy. Um, that could start a whole other episode here. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Mac. There's, there's not really anybody ahead of him right now that I'm like, yeah, I, I, I would take him a, ahead of them. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a third sure thing. By the way, this is just how I feel. If if Drew Lock, if I if he can hit his even close to his potential with the pass catchers he has, I think he's a he's a good NFL quarterback. Yeah, he just needs to show it.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, if like
1: if you're if you're keeping him at quarterback thirty three, like it's, it's low risk enough that like, why not again? Like Andy Dalton is the only solid starter who's going later than drew lock at quarterback 36. And I mean, I don't remember for sure, but I think there's a good chance that some of these ADP mocks started at least a couple of them started before Andy Dalton signed with Chicago. I don't remember for sure, but anyways like you know it's it's drew lock is essentially the last starting quarterback that you have to take so i i i will fully support you know the him at that value
0: yeah i there's just there's not a good art because he the thing is even with jared goff it's like okay maybe maybe there but jared goff has put up an elite season Mm -hmm. so uh, Drew Locke has a handful of games that he has been good. Other than that, it's, there's nothing Yeah, like holding on to potential. So that that's one of those things where it's like, I will fully admit Drew Locke hasn't done anything in the NFL to deserve to be higher. I just think he, he can be better than he has been.
1: Yeah. That's probably fair. Um,
0: was like, here, your- Here's a question just as a Broncos fan, like if yeah. Drew Locke turned into a Derek Carr type of quarterback, would you be okay with that? With with this no, defense,
1: not really. That's the thing. I, I think that's the fundamental difference between you and I is I just have much higher standards. You know, <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ah!
0: what a bullshit! <laughs> what the hell was that? I just have higher standards. I, like I do. I,
1: I I have very high standards for quarterbacks in the NFL. Like I I, I mean I was the one saying that. The Arizona Cardinals, you know, after drafting Josh Rosen, they should also draft Kyler Murray, and then they should have the two compete. Like, they almost got it right, but they traded away Josh Rosen before he even got a chance to compete for the starting job. It's like, it it looks like you probably got that right, but this is way too important to not actually find out for sure which is the better quarterback. And it's, it's way too important to ever just stop before you know for sure that you've got a guy who's capable of not only getting you to the playoffs, but winning a damn championship.
0: And I mean, we've seen it twice now. Mm -hmm. We saw it with why we're going to probably see it with the jets again here, but like picking, picking the right guy, like they gave up on, they gave up on Sam Darnold because they didn't feel he was, Maybe not give up, but they traded him because he wasn't the right guy for that team. So, and they're pro and they traded up to get a quarterback who they think is right. Yeah. Um, and and Arizona, I think, did it correctly, though it was kind of a it, it was weird because it was brand new to all of us. <laughs> <Where> you're, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're going to take a, a quarterback in the first and then a, a the next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um,
1: the Jets screwed that up, by the way. Like that, that's the whole point here. The Jets yeah. did this wrong. They should have kept Sam Darnold draft Zach Wilson second overall. If if Zach Wilson is your guy draft him, but make him compete with Sam Darnold because the Carolina Panthers were not going to pay any less for Sam Darnold just because he lost a quarterback competition to the second overall pick. Like you weren't going to lose value on him. So, you know, let him compete. And then, and you know, if, if he's not able to beat Zach Wilson for the starting job, then you trade him. Yep. Like it's it, it, that's well that's it,
0: just the New York Jets front office in general. They're incompetent.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, though, like like that's all the NFL. Like none of them will. Like the the Jaguars are going to do the same thing, and and yeah, you know, like as much as you know, as 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 much as it looks like Trevor Lawrence is a sure thing, there's no much. There's no such thing. So why are you going to get rid of Gardner Minshew? Oh before you know for sure that you've got your franchise quarterback. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. But no teams will do that. But, like, that's that's my thing. We know how important a quarterback position is in the NFL. We know that you're I, the only way to win a championship without an elite quarterback is to build an all-time defense. <laughs> like, it doesn't just have to be a good defense. It doesn't even. It can't even just be a great defense. Like it's got to be one of the all timers. It's got to be the '85 Bears. It's got to be the you know the '2000 Ravens. It's got to be the uh, say it. Know, the, the NASCAR you Giants. Put them in
0: the same goddamn. And it's,
1: it's got to be the no fly zone yeah. with well, Von Miller well, coming off and Demarcus Ware coming off the edge. Like that's have to you have be to
0: Demarcus Ware. Bradley Chubb is better at this point in time than Demarcus Ware was with the Broncos whoa
1: okay but still like yeah they've got they've got the pass rush do they have the secondary i don't know i don't know about that i do and and you still have to have competent quarterback play even 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 when you have even when you have the all-time defense No, i agree so you
0: but you you just lowered your bar to competent play didn't you
1: yeah, but does he meet that? Does oh, he clear that uh, bar?
0: Yeah, get out of here. Do you know he's for a fact that he's going to
1: clear that bar because he hasn't yes. yet?
0: Well, he, he did in his rookie year. Kind of. mean, kind of. Four and one at the end of the season.
1: I mean, he's still. Uh, All right, no, there.
0: no. We're not going to do it. Like, <laughs> we start down these paths, and it turns into rants from <laughs> either of us, and then it turns into a 15-hour f- show. <laughs> Now let's end the show by you saying you were wrong about Alvin Kamara, and I'm gonna put this. Say it to him,
1: (laughs) man. You just like you've been gone like a year or whatever. It's been forever, and you just walk in here and act like you own a place, telling me what to do on my own show.
0: Say I'm sorry to him.
1: All right, AK. I'm sorry. You were so much better than i ever would have imagined in 2020 six touchdowns in week 16 handed me a championship before the game really even started like that guy is that guy breaks all of the all everything that we know about running backs alvin kamara exceeds it i'm proud of you (laughs) um it was tough, but man, that guy, yeah.
0: Dude, he's a that, monster. Yeah. Sometimes there are outliers. Elvin Kamara seems to be an outlier. So
1: hey, look at you ag- acknowledging outliers too.
0: I I acknowledge outliers all the time. I I've been living in people's minds since I came back because they can't, <laughs> they don't know how to handle like Rondale Moore's 5'7. Yeah. And then and then you're just like. Oh, dude, I just got just got reminded Jamal Moore and Murray Torres ACL last night, and I'm very upset.
1: Oh, yeah. We just wasted Joker's MVP season.
0: I don't know. Watch. That's basketball. We won't talk about that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just – you know what's funny is I believe one of the arguments you had last year against Kamara was, I need somebody who is going to be there for me in the play. <laughs> playoffs and can win oh, me games and win me a championship well
1: i think i think the bigger issue was like i need him to help me get to the playoffs because he was in 2019 he was great in the fantasy playoffs but he went like 12 weeks in the,
0: during yeah, the he had, he had regular season without a in, like, the first 12 weeks
1: <laughs> yeah well i and i think that i think that most of them came in the first like two weeks or Probably. something two or three weeks yeah he was he seriously before, it was a crazy Drew, drought he
0: broke his thumb right
1: something like that yeah but yeah it was it was a ridiculous drought and it was it was seriously so annoying but yeah he he redeemed himself yeah, Six we, touchdowns in this fantasy championship.
0: We both got put in our place a little bit on both of <laughs> yeah, us. Like, yes. We couldn't be yeah. any more wrong about what we were saying.
1: Yes. well, and, and like you said, you know, to see it happen with Aaron Rodgers is is like you're kind of happy to be wrong oh, yeah. with that. I feel that way about Alvin Kamara. You, just, I, Alvin, you love
0: to see like your favorite players succeed.
1: Yeah. Especially like I'm such I'm so not a running back guy. So I don't have shares of Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook. I don't have shares of those guys. I've got like one or two of Nick Chubb. And I've got a handful of, of them of Alvin Kamara. Like he's the one elite guy that I actually ended up, you know, invested in. So, you know, that was, an, that was another reason why it was nice to see him do that, especially in the fantasy championship. Like By the that's, way, that's where legends are made.
0: I loved Alvin Kamara coming out. Mm-hmm. um kylan hill is i i'm seeing some kamara in kylan hill and i'm really excited about it
1: nice so, let's end the let's end the show with that plant some flags on some rookies one right. at each so, position you know right. you can skip tight end if you want
0: well i mean it's i mean it's kyle pitts and it's fine but i, I could go on a rant about all of that nonsense <laughs> too so yeah I, I mean kylan hill's kind of the guy that i've planted my flag on this year in terms of this um this class because he had 1300 over 1300 um, rushing yards last season in the sec. And then he was, he had 23 receptions last year in three games. (laughs) It's just, just insanity. And, and yes, Mike Leach did move down to Texas A&M or, or sorry, Mississippi um, state. And they started to throw the ball to, kylan hill that's not the point the point is kylan hill can catch the ball he's got 220 reception seasons and another 18 reception season plus he has the 1300 yard rushing season last year he's got great balance he's got good hands he's not elite pass catcher like alvin kamara or christian mccaffrey but he's got good hands i just think he's being slept on and he's going as like the rb7 in this class um and i I, I think there's some good uh, he,
1: he might be going even later than that. It, I think he's like third rounder, yeah, that might at be. least in ADP. That's yeah, that's pretty crazy.
0: Um, uh, yeah, rookie. Sorry, he is the RB9. Good God, what is that? <laughs> is he a three down back? I think so. I mean, yeah. he's he's big enough to like he's 5'10, 214, so he's big enough to carry the ball on first and second down and he can catch passes
2: mm-hmm.
0: like he's not a great blocker, but, and, and he can improve on that, but there are certain things you just can't teach guys. And he's got that, I think. Yeah. And I just think he, I mean, and and I, I think this is a deep class if it's not elite in terms of like talent. um, You have Najee Harris at the top and then there's kind of a, a tier break in terms of running backs there where you can make it to a, a, case for javonta williams you can make a case for Travis Etienne you can make a case for Kenny Gainwell um but
1: trace some Sermon. of the
0: yeah I trade and but Trey Sermon
1: that's that's my flag by the way. Trey Sermon is first round value
0: going in the second round. Yes and so and Matt Waldman agrees with you. Um nice. I like Chuba Hubbard he's going later. Um mm-hmm. Michael Carter who basically Michael Carter is a smaller version of Javonta Williams who just didn't score touchdowns. He's an elite playmaker. He just didn't score touchdowns. Um, yeah, and then you mentioned Trey Sermon's RB8, Kylan Hill's RB9. There's some later-round RBs that I, I really like and I think can can make an impact. Um, and, and you mentioned I, I like Trey Sermon a lot. I like Kylan Hill a lot, and I like Michael Carter a lot. Nice. Um, I'm not really on these wide receivers. This wide receiver class is really, really, really weird because it's such a small class, like small in terms of the stature of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, like Najee Harris is bigger than basically every one of these wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Devonta Smith is 170 pounds. Um, Rondale Moore is five, seven. Waddell didn't run like these are things that it's just like what I don't trust this class and rookie wide receivers I will never trust in the first place nice I would rather trade for guys like Jerry Judy or yeah second I mean yeah second year guys Nikhil I mean Nikhil Harry's a bad example but DJ Chark is another great example I would rather trade for those first and second round wide receivers that didn't do anything their first season than to try and trust a rookie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if you get it right with a rookie, first of all, you're not going to know it for a year. But, like, even if you do get it right, the difference, the scoring difference, is still going to be about five points a game, tops. Like, (laughs) even if you you hit to Justin Jefferson levels, it's still, like, there's just not much of an advantage to be gained at wide receiver and there's so many of them like there's kind of no reason to spend up
0: well and dynasty players just seem to forget about players it's i mean it fantasy football is what have you done for me lately and they forget about even just one rookie season bad rookie season yeah and they they just drop them and i'm like i'll pick them up screw you guys like i picked up deontay i traded for deontay johnson last year because he had a well i mean he had some metrics i really liked and look at what he did last year like yeah, there's just better ways to go about the wide receiver position than picking them early in drafts
1: are there any wide receivers though that you would the you know you the their name comes up what rather than trading back would you just stay there and take them because you know the you believe in them the value's good et cetera
0: <laughs> i mean i think the only one i i jamar chase i think is kind of a his his floor is just so high for me. Yeah. Like he's, he's a no brainer, like hit after that, it's just like, can you, I mean, I think Rashad Bateman's a good, uh, I, I think he's going to be wide receiver too in this class to be perfectly honest. And he mm-hmm. should be, he's got that size and X factor. Um, I, there was one guy and I can't remember what his name is right now. And I'll have to look back but he put up like elite testing numbers and I love the athletic guys. Donovan people Jones. I believe there was a tweet from me last year about Donovan people's Jones last year, because that's a
1: great sleeper for 29, uh 20, yeah,
0: another one. And yeah, I mean, there's, there's your, there's a second year wide receiver, but that dude put up stupid athletic numbers. Hmm. And, and I look back and, it, and I was looking at like all of his QB play and it was a, atro- I mean, he played for Michigan. It was atrocious. His QB play was terrible. And so there, there there are certain guys that it's like, okay, I get passing on guys like um like that, but at the end of the day, when you're in like the third round and you're not you're looking more for upside than anything, Donovan Peoples Jones, those type of wide receivers are guys to look at.
1: Yeah. When it when it comes to like when it comes to rookies and when it comes to like rookie draft strategy like you and I are kind of the spider-man gif and it's like the only time that it ever happens where it's like man we're pretty much in lockstep on this although I will say like Rondell Moore is is the one guy that I'm like you know if I've got running back depth I'll I'll just stay put take Rondell Moore and stash him on taxi because I think that he's got the he's he's and it's that it's the athleticism you know I no no and
0: I agree with that and um, I was listening to Fantasy Mansion, and uh, I, I don't care if you like him or don't like him. He, <laughs> he made a valid point that, um, and now I just forgot about it. Let me think about it real quick. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, it's cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the it's Rondell oh,
0: Ronel He would have been. He would have been the best. The the highest rated wide receiver prospect of all time coming in if he was like Normal Calvin sized. Johnson size.
2: <laughs> oh okay. Yeah.
0: Cause yeah, he is yeah, like a 42-inch vert. Like yeah. he, I mean he's fast, he's quick, he's just small. Yep.
2: Uh
0: yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to find him, but like it was it might have been Nico Collins, actually. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm for some reason I'm in love with those. X-widers, those traditional X-wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, Kenny Galladay types.
2: Yeah. Same. I, I just case. love
0: big athletic wide receivers. Oh, here. Yeah. Nico Collins. Look at he ran a four-five-40 at 6 four, 215 pounds. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, Nico Collins from Michigan. Oh, there's another. He's from Michigan. Look at that. <laughs> huh. Just yeah. shit. Quarterback so they don't- from Michigan.
1: Harbaugh doesn't worry about teaching them how Harbaugh, to play, how to Harbaugh. play football, how to win games. He just teaches them how to, <laughs> Dude, how to work ever, out.
0: Yeah, seriously, like I, Harbaugh's been a terrible coach. for He sucks,
1: but he's he's sending out some workout monsters. So I don't know. He's doing something right.
0: So yeah, I mean, Nico Collins is a guy I, I I'm looking at, and he'll go way late in drafts.
1: Nice. Uh, what about quarterback? Anyone you want to plant a flag on? I Trevor I mean, Lawrence Justin, doesn't count. Justin
0: Fields is my guy. I, yeah. I the w- it'll be interesting to see where Trey Lance goes because let's say he lands in a place like
1: San Francisco
0: or Tampa Bay or no like oh Atlanta uh, yeah um yeah. Washington okay gets a year under his belt with some of these these vets ahead yeah. of him he could be very interesting too but yeah, yeah. It, at quarterback it's it's pretty it's like the top five and then you're like well then then who do you want like kyle trask kellen Mond. i don't really know
1: yeah i don't it, all those guys it, it's it's all the same like it's going to come down to landing spot from there and in, in, in a lot of luck like you know Ian it, Book for like, fantasy
0: so i i've been actually uh, trying to in in my own head figure out how I'm going to go about rookie drafts, um, and I, I don't have a lot of first round picks just because that's how I have always played is trading my first round picks for players. Yeah, uh, I have a I have two seconds next year, and I'm looking at Justin Fields as one of those. And this is a one QB league, just because yeah. Justin Fields has that kind of like 500 yard rushing floor. And if he lands in a, like, let's say he lands with Denver. Yeah. Like right away, he could become the QB one in this class.
1: Ooh. Well, uh, I mean, they're all playing for second, right? No, no. <laughs> I mean, can he really, you, you would really put him ahead of Trevor.
0: I, I said he Trevor could Lawrence? be, I don't know if I could do that, but. Oh, you're he, saying
1: production. Like, yes. yes not, I'm not saying ADP. he could be
0: the QB one of this class. I'm not saying ADP. Okay. I, I would be okay with trading back from Trevor Lawrence to get Justin Fields and Superflex.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's absolutely the move. Because if you're a 101, whoever's listening to this if you're and has a 101 pick, trade it <laughs> trade back, trade back a spot, trade back two spots. Like there's there's absolutely no reason to zero in on Trevor Lawrence when you've got, you know, this many this many quarterbacks who can serve the same purpose and, you know, be within a handful of points.
0: When I I mean, Trevor Lawrence is mobile, but I don't, he doesn't have the upside of fields or, or Trey Lance. Yeah. Um Trevor Lawrence will be,
1: he's a, just more stable. He's like,
0: an, well, but he's in like an Andrew luck type of prospect where he can get out and move, but he's just, he's going to be better in the pocket. Yeah.
1: yeah. He'll he'll be the kind of the like the stable long term, you know, sustainable option. But yep. I don't know, like <laughs> how much how much do we really want to worry about that? Like it's 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 always nice to have that. That you know, it, it makes Pat Mahomes that much more valuable in in dynasty superflex. Yep. But let's be I've honest, had, I've like had the,
0: Stafford and and Tannehill and back to back seasons, and they're they've been perfect for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a, and that, that's the whole thing. Like It's all about head count. I don't really care who it is. Like Pat Mahomes is the only guy. Pat Mahomes is the only guy who changes the math on QBX. You only need four quarterbacks if you've got Pat Mahomes because you're not taking him out of you're your lineup. You're not setting him. He had one bad game. Do you know which game that was?
0: Oh, well, yeah, it was the Broncos game.
1: <laughs> but not the one that you're thinking of. It was the one here. Where where they, well, they beat us
0: forty off, forty three to sixteen,
1: yeah. they just couldn't stop housing interceptions and kick returns and stuff like that. So there wasn't anything for Pat Mahomes to do. Like, uh, that'll that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was the only time he was a below average quarterback for the week. It was it's it's insane. And like if if somebody gets tackled at the one yard line one time, he, he cleans that up with a touchdown and makes his week. So. <laughs> Anyways, that feels like a good place to wrap it up. Good to have you back, buddy. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be talking fantasy football.
1: Yeah, tell us uh, where where you're talking about it these days.
0: Yeah, so uh, I've been writing for uh, Dynasty Nerds. I have a couple articles out there. I have another. I have another article in the works that is going to. Well, I think we'll go through Rotoviz. I'm still <laughs> waiting on the <laughs> editing for it, but. Um, I'll be I'll be writing about like uh, I know I have a couple ideas for articles uh, one on Austin Eckler. the
1: what's this one that's coming out tease it
0: J.K. Dobbins is J.K. Dobbins the RB one of the
1: 2019. Ooh okay wow
0: um yeah so I by the way I'm very high on J.K. Dobbins this year like top five running back high on J.K. Dobbins this year love it yeah um I'll I'll be writing about Austin Eckler coming up shortly too because that dude is being way under drafted right now. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, just be watching out. I'm always making like little or little tweets out there um, to give just I, I give people some thought. Uh, I, I don't necessarily have any goal when i tweet these things but i I, there there are just certain numbers out there that are always interesting to me like today i did tweet out that kylan hill had 23 receptions in three games yeah um because i just think he's going under undervalued right now um so uh just be watching out for that i'm on twitter at stomp bear pig uh this is like the fifth time i've tried to (laughs) get back on twitter it's actually not mine any my twitter it's my girlfriend's so yeah nice um i'm just kidding um yeah and then hopefully get back going on dynasty diagnostic i really do want to get dynasty diagnostic up and going again um i've been in touch with aton so we'll see about that but it, it will be back one way or another i just don't know exactly how so be watching out for that too that's at dino diagnostic on twitter
1: nice and at stomp bear pig uh don't know where the pig part came from but the rest of that I well it I was like stompy
0: and then bear and then i was like oh yeah let's just throw in
1: another you know kind of uh no, it's a clumsy-ish. south park
0: man, bear, oh yeah bear, bear,
1: bear, bear. okay oh yeah okay okay it's super cereal <laughs> i was i was trying to figure out what the connection was that makes super
0: sense cereal okay. guys
1: <laughs> At Stomp Bear Pig on Twitter, criminally underfollowed right now. Right now, uh, because
0: because I'm trying to make my way back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Rachel is criminally underfollowed, apparently.
0: <laughs> uh, she's just criminally underappreciated. Yeah. For keeping my ass alive. So
1: see the uh, you, man, you said something there for sure good to have you back man it's uh it's a little weird to have you on super show as a guest but yeah. whatever like seeing getting a familiar face and especially one of my absolute besties uh it good stuff good to have you back brings a tear to my eye to see yeah, you back I doubt here. just to see my face again i i make and you to, cry when you see me <laughs> and to hear you heaping praise on aaron rodgers, on aaron rodgers. <laughs> that was the that was the best part i should have stopped the podcast there but <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll now, hour and a half in, we'll go ahead and wrap it there. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Subscribe to the DLF Family of Podcast Mega Feed. Subscribe to Super Flex City. You get access to all the great podcasts w- that we've got over at Super Flex City. Uh, rate and review the super show if you would, please. Uh, it helps us to get out to more people, touch on more topics that are useful to you, our super friends. Get at us on Twitter at Superflex Show, but honestly, individually. It's the way to go. I'm horrible at checking that account. I, I think that some of you have kinda noticed that. Like, I don't know if you believed me, but like there are questions on the Super Show account that have been there for like three months. So yeah, get to me individually at Superflex Dude. Uh get to Stompy yeah Super at Stomp Bear Pig. Super Stomp Bear Pig. I like that too. Um and uh yeah let's get that follower count back up to where it's uh where it's supposed to be and uh we can you know retweet trade polls for you um add us to uh, uh we can answer some questions for you and just talk fantasy with you uh, I, I'll, I'll speak for myself here but that's how i prefer to spend my off time so go for it uh this episode was dedicated in loving memory to james the brain Catullus. Thank you to DLF for the platform. Thank you to Heart and Soul Radio for the music. And above all else, thank you for listening. And until next week, stay sexy and super flexy.
0: You should have let me say it.